0: the eye. So, yeah, as of this recording, tomorrow is Dr. P at Church Nightclub. And then Friday, we have, what do we have? Death Pact at the Ogden. Yeah. And he's doing an after party as well. So that's going to be lit with the offbeat guys. (laughs) Uh, Those go until like basically 5 a.m., 6 a.m. Jesus Christ. however long the crowd wants to keep going. I'm too
1: old for that now.
0: If you see me at the afters, no, you didn't.
1: (laughs) you'll never see me at the afters that's one of my things as I stopped doing that I stopped I cut them out of my life completely and it's been much better unless unless I'm I'm playing one if I'm playing one obviously it's a different story but I've been invited out probably I don't know we're almost 35 shows into this tour probably like 25 of them Uh went out one time with my friends in Chicago and that was it I was proud of myself
0: good oh, for wow. you good, yeah you have <laughs> self-restraint right there
1: the hangovers i don't know how old you guys are but i'm almost 33 mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. not getting any easier no, so like no i'll keep my drinking window or party window whatever like within the first show confines and then let everybody else be super fucked the next day
0: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> well, that's wise i mean yeah especially if you're touring though like no i, I would have the a lot thing more is, like, control and not go out Personally. When I
1: when I first started touring, it was very exciting. This was like 2018. Are we recording? We are.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Just making sure. Um, in <laughs> like
1: 2018, story. when I first started like touring, you know, professionally, I was having a lot of fun because it was like my first time as an artist on the road, and mm-hmm. you know, and I learned very quickly. And only one missed flight my entire career. Might oh, wow. I um. Yeah. I learned pretty quick that I'm gonna have to learn how to mitigate this to continue to do it and hope mm-hmm. to try to do it successfully
0: <laughs> you have to play the long game if you're the one yeah 100 percent. because like you can't show 100%. up to your next show all hungover and dead
1: i mean it, it doesn't take that much to be hungover for me so like i usually am anyways but there's you know <laughs> there's that line of like you know that three hours you're at the show you're having some drinks or whatever and mm-hmm. then like go into the afters and it's like, you're like, yeah. Oh fuck. I bored in 45 minutes. I'm going to kill myself.
0: Oh my God. That Dude. was <laughs> us at grocery. Boys. We went to the grocery boys, desert mealy a couple weeks ago. And like our flight out of there was like 7am or something. So oh, it was 2am and we found ourselves at the function and we were like, we should probably leave. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had other friends, like, um, even at the offbeat party, we had some friends who were going to Phoenix lights and we were just like, wait, Phoenix Phoenix lights is tomorrow. So when are you flying? Oh, my flight's at, like, 6 a.m. Bro, it's, like, 3 a.m. on a Thursday Or (laughs) a Friday. Okay.
1: Sometimes there is that push, though, of, like, I'll usually, like, if I have a one-off, I might have a good time with some friends afterwards or something. Mm -hmm, But it's, like, I try to book my flights, like, if I don't have to leave right away the next day, if I'm just going home, I'm going to fucking book, like, a a later-in-the-day flight so I can sleep in. Mm
0: -hmm. And if I
1: do choose to go out, you know what I mean? So it's all, like there's mm-hmm. little steps to
0: take <laughs> yeah lesson <listen, laughs> learned
1: wait yes. so the first yeah, tour yeah. you
0: ever went on what what was that in 2018
1: um the first one I went on was with opio
0: oh sick that's a big um
1: act. yeah 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 uh Oscar's a good dude I mean I, I loved his music I knew him from like my my audio engineering days because I did a lot of live sound at like Norcal festivals just all sorts of festivals on the West Coast smaller hippie things but uh um my first big tour was with Dirt Monkey and DMVU later that fall oh. in 2018. So that was the first, like, as an artist, that was my first, like, big run.
0: The Colorado Boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good Peoples. Some yeah. of my
1: favorites still.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And then yeah. did you just wrap up the Bass Science Tour pretty much? Or you still have a couple, Technically, a couple other show runs?
1: Um, I have three makeup shows because I had COVID the second week of tour. Oh, so I'm just I've, yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's the third time. It's kind of just like the cold now, yeah. but uh, yeah. So I had to cancel a couple shows. So I have just three makeup dates. But other than that, everything else is done.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you playing any big festivals this summer?
1: Um, I am. Uh, I'm gonna look at my phone. <laughs>
0: yeah, I you probably s- can't keep track of ha-
1: everything. I have to see what's announced and what's not. So I That's don't like true.
0: <laughs> don't leak <laughs> the <laughs> lineup.
1: Yeah, I can't <laughs> fuck that up. I, I guess basically my first big festival is going to be Bonnaroo,
0: oh um, sick
1: in, in June, and then directly after that is Beyond Wonderland at the Gorge.
0: What? Those are most um, really massive festivals.
1: Yeah, they're huge. The Bonnaroo one I'm looking forward to a lot because of like the diversity in the lineup. You know what I mean? It's like
0: mm-hmm. I don't oh, know. Yeah. There was
1: Coachella and it's like
0: Rue. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Well, just all these like massive staple festivals throughout the country. And so when it came in, it was me, back-to-back Brock, or Boogie T, and then okay. back-to-back Dirt Monkey.
0: Oh, wow. A triple um, back-to-back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's pretty exciting. The lineup's really good, so I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to it.
0: Where is well, Bonnaroo?
1: Uh It's outside in Nashville, I think. It's somewhere in Tennessee.
0: Okay. Yeah, those yeah, ones are yeah. cool because it's like music as a whole, I feel like, and it's not just EDM yeah. or just bass music.
1: 100%. And let me tell you, your boy gets a little tired of listening to that. all the time so I'm very much looking forward to going to a festival where I can like I don't know get off stage or see a bunch of other bands during the day like actual bands I love that shit so
0: yeah I do I'm not gonna lie I do miss Coachella because I grew up in San Diego so okay you know like end of high school and like beginning of college even though I moved out here for college I would still fly back to San Diego to like take my mom's car up to Coachella with friends and go camping you know and like I do miss the diversity of EDM. And that's yeah, totally. basically how I really got into EDM after Coachella. Like I had gone to a couple of EDM shows, but like I saw Skrillex out there in like 2014, which was insane. <laughs> and like, and that, that was
1: that was the mind changing or like life changing moment.
0: Yeah. And then Odessa, I saw Odessa in 2014 at like one of the smaller stages there, which is insane, like where they are now right. production wise. Right. It's just like, you know, just in general, like. I mean, I'm looking at this Bonnaroo lineup. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar, Odessa, Foo Fighters, Paramore, Paramore. Ooh, middle school days. Oh yeah, I still listen to Paramore a lot. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's yeah. Oh yeah, I see you there, Friday. That's gonna be massive. I know.
1: It's one of the. That's like one of the bummers is that you know most of the time we don't get a chance to stay at these events the whole weekend.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: When like, are you running off
0: or are you staying?
1: I have to run. I have to fly to Seattle because I have to play the gorge on mm. Sunday and that's a three-hour drive from Holy Seattle god. to the gorge so like I want to get there Saturday and you know mm-hmm. I have to sleep that night and leave at like fucking I don't know nine or ten in the morning
0: yeah we were just talking to someone about how much of a pain it is to get to the actual gorge venue
1: god it's one of those things where like when you get there it's worth it and the whole drive is beautiful up until like the last hour you kind of get into like the flatlands
0: but mm-hmm. the drive is
1: beautiful all through the snow mountains and um yeah, it's really cool, but it's a you have to earn your way there, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. Not for mm-hmm. the week. It's not a quick one.
1: <laughs> not when you have to do that drive twice in one day. It fucking sucks.
0: Oh my gosh. 6 hours. I mean, we're
1: 12? we're on sh- we're on shuttles mm-hmm. you know that the festival provides, which is uh, the only way we would all make it on time for sure. Um but yeah, just like after you leave such an epic event, like Base Canyon is the only like I've, I've done two of those. It's like every time I leave Base Canyon, it's like, you know, 11 or 12 p.m. And, or 12 a.m. And I'm like, man, that was so fun. Now we all have to sit in this car and it's always quiet and awkward. And mm-hmm. We have to stop. We all have to stop a bunch to pee like on the side of the road because there's <laughs> no just, way. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So uh, this last Base Canyon, who's in it with me? Um, barely Alive was Jekyll and Hyde. Um, a bunch of media people. And at the time, uh, my girlfriend at the time was with us. And every time she made me ask, she'd be like, you have to tell them we have to stop. I'm like, fuck, okay. So oh, I would do it. And then and then we'd get out. And then everybody else in the van would be like, thank you so much. I didn't want to say anything. I was like, <laughs> oh, I, I was the one that had to do it. for all y'all. Okay. <laughs> You
0: took it for the team, literally.
1: I mean, they weren't going to say no. But after like mm-hmm. the third time, I was like, okay this fucking sucks
0: yeah at that point it's like you should (laughs) mentally prepare to be on the bus and like cut yourself off from drinking an hour before
1: (laughs) yeah of course but it's i mean it's hard you crack the seal and it's fucking game Mm -hmm. over
0: game over when the seal's broken yeah (laughs) yeah i'm trying to make it out to base canyon this year because we haven't even had a chance to go check out the gorge at all Mm -mm. Never. definitely
1: should it's beautiful Mm -hmm. i'm excited to switch it up this year uh to go to beyond i've never done that yeah. one so yeah That'd be good
0: i wonder what the crowd is going to be like like how different probably the, the crowds are any more different you know from like base canyon crowd compared to like beyond wonderland crowd you know
1: i imagine so i imagine it's i don't know excision has a very uh loyal fan base so like i mean people fly in for <laughs> all these so. events everywhere <laughs> yeah it's it's a, it's a lot of that and i think it'll i think a little you know diversity even within edm will bring different people
0: mm-hmm. and they have a couple stages there don't they
1: yeah uh there's the hilltop i don't know what they call it now there's a the hilltop one and then there's the main one and then yeah
0: sick yeah, oh, yeah sunset there would be amazing like catching a sunset set
1: it's pretty wild it's yeah, like isn't there... yeah isn't
0: there yeah isn't there like a reservoir as well in the back
1: um i
0: like a lake have to or go... something i'd have
1: to go back and look through my pictures it's it's kind of hard to see over the main stage, but like in the artist area, and I'm sure there's other viewing spots for like GA, but they kind of have like these little viewing things on the cliff side. Um, but it just, got, I mean, it looks like an Ansel Adams painting. You know what I mean? So cool, it's just, yeah. it, does, it just doesn't look real. It's, it's, it's awesome.
0: Yeah. Venues like that are amazing. Like, yeah, I said Red Rocks. We were just at Red yeah. Rocks a few days ago. Like I'll ju- I've been there over a hundred times and it never gets old.
1: Yeah. It's beautiful. I've only been the once, but I would like to go back.
0: Are you based in San Fran right now? Or?
1: No, uh, I live in Reno, in Nevada.
0: Okay, I was asking because I saw the Giants pennant on the wall. Oh,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a huge baseball nerd.
0: <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, you and I, we officially met in Miami for Miami Music yeah. Week. So, like, what have you been up to since then?
1: I mean, honestly, just rolling through this tour, you know, it's, uh, I counted it up on my way home last Sunday and we were at 31 um 31 shows and then the three left and then one that's not gonna get rescheduled until later this year but yeah it's a wow just grinding on that it's a lot because like the days go by really really slow but then the weeks fly by and i'm looking back at the calendar i'm like wow we did a lot in the last few months Mm -hmm. so other than that it's just that and i'm home for two or three days a week so it's really just getting home doing the adult shit nobody likes to do laundry (laughs) all yeah. that, hang out with my dog for a couple days, and then go back out. So I, I love have made- the
0: EP, though.
1: Oh, thank you very much.
0: Mm-hmm. The, D- the D&B influence on there is super cool.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's, uh, it's always been a passion. I've always liked D&B and me- guys like me and Dirt Monkey and Boogie mm-hmm. T and the Ganja Boys and, like, I don't know, our little crew of people have always, as far back as I can remember, like, being involved with them. We've always tried to just throw a little sprinkle a little in here and yeah. there and it finally yeah. feels like it's you know it's gaining some traction and it's as a producer it's a very very difficult sound to nail Um, anybody could kind of make the format mm-hmm. but I, you know it's, it's very particular and it's really hard to make so it's been fun to kind of explore those sounds
0: yeah those two songs turned out super good action and Never. those are going to be on repeat for me over the next few I, weeks
1: I actually love that because it, I was kind of, my, you know, even my managers were like, well, for the singles, do you want to do like one dubstep? And one? I was like, no, 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 no. I want to, I want to put these out there to see how it's received. Mm-hmm. And they've, they've been the best, you know, received off the project. So it's cool.
0: So yeah, yeah, you did never as the single in action, right? Yeah. 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 Sick. Yeah. I would say DMB is definitely gaining a lot of traction from what we've seen just being. Yeah you know having dubstep you ever such a short amount of time like i would say so i i love it's... i love the whole ep in general
1: <laughs> oh thank you very much i mean i have to give credit to like uh you know blank started doing his uh, jp started doing his like aeon mode or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then uh you know obviously kumarion and reaper and these guys that are just like and rusco obviously with the whole
0: the the full genre
1: switch you know <laughs> i just gotta give credit where credit's due and they've been really instrumental in helping you know bring those crowds up it's cool
0: yeah yeah so wait how did you guys meet in miami like what's the story behind that oh I... uh, we were just in the green room yeah i think i was just hanging out with chris right 10 yeah we were just taking some tequila shots and then as you do yeah i'm a tequila girl so obviously i have to especially with rice. i'm a tequila girl also mm-hmm. yeah same <laughs> <laughs> tequila girls only <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah yeah yeah. it's a state of mind it has nothing to do with yeah. anything else it's a state of mind
0: now i'm gonna yeah. take a shot after this i'm looking at that bottle over there <laughs> yeah i, I don't do... keep
1: i don't keep bottles in my house
0: <laughs> for that reason probably. i, I but... have the class right there yeah
1: <laughs> oh shit look at that you're fancy <laughs> it's pain, a nice though.
0: decoration though right Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's art. Yeah. yeah it makes it worth the money. Like you don't you can't even tell. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to Kazo for that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh nice. That was a Christmas gift. He gave both Chrissy and I, class tequila bottles, which we <laughs> oh, haven't <that's> finished. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, mine's completely done. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You took one for the team and opened yours first that one night, I remember.
1: Oh, I did. It so took it took you a while. Yeah. <laughs> it took you a while to open yours, Chrissy. We were I just opened it
0: last week, I think. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I've never owned it such a nice bottle of liquor. I need to save it. And then I've got never all had one of those
1: either. <laughs> I've never had one of those either. So now I'm looking like, should I just have one to look cool?
0: Right now we know what to get you as a gift.
1: I will accept that.
0: <laughs> just put it yeah. on your rider.
1: I'm not quite there yet.
0: <laughs> you think <laughs> and, you're not, but you are.
1: Maybe, but that would also eat up the entire rider budget and I yeah. like snacks and like I know I have things that I like on the road. I don't just want one singular bottle of tequila and be like, "All right, no water, no fucking nothing." Good luck. Yeah,
0: dinner. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, for True. sure.
0: True. Well, I want to backtrack a little bit because I'm curious to hear about like your whole alias. Just like how you got, how you started. Like, where does Subdoctor come from? Like the name, just how did that start?
1: <laughs> um, at the time, so like I mentioned earlier, like I have a big uh live audio background. And at the time when I started this project, I mean, I was still very much just doing local DJ gigs. I think it was like 2010 or 11. I was working as a stagehand at the venue um, in my town. And, I, you know, we would go in on tech days and I would literally replace cones on blown subwoofers. Oh. And so, like, I just kind of was just like, oh, i literally doctoring these subs. I'm fixing these subs. And I was just like, <laughs>
0: boop. Yeah, that's All clever. Right. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: really clever. I've I've had people, it's so funny. I've had people give me like little gifts or drawings or uh the purler things,
0: mm-hmm. and it's
1: like a fucking sub sandwich. And I'm like, oh my god.
0: A sub doc. Like that kind
1: of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I should I would have to be way bigger for that to be, you know what I mean? Like it's like seeing a skinny chef. You're like, I don't really trust you. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like yeah. sub-doctor. There's two kinds of subs, which one relates to dubstep. I saw that you put out your first music on Spotify in 2016. So how does it feel since then? Like, how do you think you've evolved?
1: I mean, quite a bit, I would say. Um, back then, I you know, I was just self-releasing, you know, through like a, a little distributor and stuff. But The music, I mean, I think it's getting better. Everybody always wants like the first iteration of when they find an artist. You know what I mean? We Mm -hmm. all do it with every band. You're like, oh, that band's second album was the best or whatever. But I mean, like any other artist, I think that it gets stagnant after a while. If everything sounds like the last thing you did, it becomes boring for me. It becomes boring for the audience. So I still like the nostalgia of a lot of the old stuff. And I'll slip some in here every, uh, here and again but for the most part I I really like where the sound is going and hearing the evolving you know I mm-hmm. like it
0: Yeah that's super cool more DnB in the future Oh 100% Yes Yeah and B yeah. sets and DnB sets maybe
1: Yeah I got booked for that last year for Forbidden Kingdom so I Sick. did a back to back with Dirt Monkey on the main stage and then on one of the days I think it was Saturday they had a full drum and bass uh lineup um, with like some super heavy hitters, hitters and they booked me for a sub to DMB set. And it was really, really fun because it felt more of it like a DJ set for me. We're like, yeah, some of the tunes were mine, but I really like just DJing too. So it was fun to just fuck around and do that. So mm-hmm. hopefully more in the future.
0: FK. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're considering sending it last minute to FK next month or in June.
1: You should. It's a good one.
0: It's yeah. super hot there. That's the only thing I just humidity i just yes it
1: is it fucking sucks but yeah
0: Yeah. but i mean it is like a bunch of the homies playing and like it's like a homie fest
1: that's showbiz baby (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. yeah you i mean well we party in boiler room basements with rhythm and it's hotter than that probably oh my god yeah exactly (laughs) the church nightclub have you played (laughs) there
1: no i haven't
0: oh gosh like have you been there at all like just to visit Uh, any shows No. yeah so there's like the main room um where it looks like a church but then there's the i've seen the pictures
1: yeah oh okay
0: yeah there's the basement and we call that the rhythm basement because it's usually just a a ton of guys just throwing down and chopping rhythm but it is like it hits you like a heat wave like as soon as you start walking down the stairs it's like a sauna in there and it's just like because they have the the heat on actually for some to
1: me that sounds like hell like if I'm really <laughs> bad in this life, I have to go down to a club in a basement, listen to rhythm for the rest of eternity.
0: Yeah, with <laughs> that's 19 my version of it.
1: Holy fucking shit.
0: Yeah. All the there. I should start, I should start going
1: to church now. That that might be a reality. And I can't I can't be having that.
0: It's a reality for sure. But if you come, <laughs> we'll be your tour guide at least.
1: Sounds good. Yeah, yeah you will never catch me there, but sounds good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you have to go to hell, maybe that's the hell you want to go to you know <laughs> well now that you're basically you have a couple more tour stops that you have to go to but like what is what is next for you now are you just gonna start cranking out some more music or like take some yeah. rest what are you planning on doing
1: uh both i'm really bad at writing music on the road uh mm, yeah. because I'm, I'm usually just really tired and there's nothing inspiring about tan walls and a tan bed and a tan hotel fucking you know what i mean yeah. And I'm usually just trying to rest when I'm at the hotel. So I have only one show in May, um and then I'm going to be uh yeah, just recouping a little bit and write more music and get outside doing the shit that I really like to do when I'm off and yeah, looking forward to it.
0: Like what? Mm-hmm. Like what are your hobbies outside of music?
1: Um I'm outside a lot. You know, we're in the mountains here in in northern Nevada, bit. so I uh yeah. I mountain bike pretty heavy. Um start skating again we just got snowed on again yesterday but once that goes away
0: That's start skating what we're again about to get and it right yeah it's yeah it's a to fucking snow nightmare. tonight
1: <laughs> and then uh you know take my dog out for adventures and you know just kind of grounding myself far away from this
0: mm-hmm. industry oh the industry yeah
1: <laughs> it gets to be a lot
0: yeah we're kind of realizing that yeah <laughs> Like, we didn't even right. know we were getting into the industry when we started Doves of FBI in 2020. And then, like, after a year, we kind of started getting in the industry because all the managers were hitting us up. And we started talking to artists and stuff. And that's when we realized, like, oh, we're in the industry. And now, like, yeah. two, year, two years later, we're like, oh, yeah, the industry.
1: <laughs> it's like, yeah, you get into it on accident. And then you're <laughs> mm-hmm. like, well,
0: I mean, we'll just
1: do the best that we can. And it is fantastic. I don't want people to hear do this. It, like, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, it's fucking terrible. But it's just a lot. Mm -hmm. when your hobbies turn into your jobs uh there is that there's that crossover right you have Mm -hmm. to kind of find the balance of how to make those work and how to stay inspired and not get burnt out
0: yeah the way that i've i've been recently describing it is like there's really high highs and really low lows
1: very much so very much so yeah a little 5htp and plenty of sleep
0: yeah. Uh, yeah 5htp I forgot that existed <laughs> bring me back to my old raver days
1: yeah. and therapy <laughs> oh you there can is. take you can take 5htp without all the other things oh and yeah it still, it still helps <laughs> you when you're when you're very uh exhausted and burnt out
0: okay I need to order some of that on Amazon
1: <laughs> yeah pro move there
0: right pro tip <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah I don't know about you but like after Miami music week I feel like I'm still recovering from it but again, that was
1: really brutal. I went up to Orlando because I don't remember. Um, I don't know if you remember, but that was the day my roommate's dog passed away. I found out in the morning when I woke when I woke I do up.
0: remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: no, I mean, thank you. I appreciate it. But that day specifically, I was coming off a four show run into that whole mess. And so I kind of like <sighs> I overdid it that entire day. But uh, that, yeah, that whole week was just like a struggle i didn't feel normal until i had to go do my next show on friday like that and i was only there for a lightning strike you know 24 hours i don't know how y'all did that
0: oh my god dude i don't know we either were there for like <laughs> six days yeah i was there for like six days and i did 25 shows in that amount of time
1: oh my god yeah yeah you guys are definitely still recovering physically yeah. spiritually emotionally
0: <laughs> yeah spiritually yeah. for sure i don't know if i'll ever recover that from that no 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 I'm
1: you see some shit in Miami we are like, I'm never going to be the same.
0: Yeah. Or like, I'm never coming back <laughs> here. More like, yes. <laughs> yeah, like, I said that exact,
1: <laughs> that was it Sunday. So yeah, that Monday I had a friend or I was texting a buddy and I was like, I'm never coming back to Miami. Fuck this place.
0: Yeah. Don't ask Coup- me to come back.
1: Five minutes later, Michael from SFAM text me. He's like, bachelor party in Miami. Are you in? I was like, oh. absolutely not.
0: <laughs> don't do me dirty like that uh, so you, I, you're you not going to that bachelor party
1: no i couldn't because of other shows but it just felt good to say no to going yeah. back to miami that quickly it's, mm-hmm. it's a fun place but it's a lot
0: yeah it's, it's a kind lot of cleansing when you say no to that <laughs> yes mm-hmm. i mean yeah and then chrissy also had to work basically yeah. she was working for the promoter out there blank canvas uh-huh. so she was doing mm-hmm. social media for them so she had to run to all the shows and I was just kind of the guinea pig. I was just running with her. I was like, <laughs> I need a buddy. i <laughs> you like, then,
1: okay, I guess, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't and then, then I, horrible. I ditched her Sunday to go to the base rush party. Just because, you know, I had to go see Jessica, obviously the home girl. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then
1: we got to meet and here we are.
0: And now yeah, we, would, we wouldn't even be here today on this Wednesday if you guys didn't meet. So
1: Miami provides.
0: It <laughs> provides the bread <laughs> the basket <laughs> of EDM. <laughs> the the pros and cons yes there's always
1: always silver linings you got to check those (laughs) yeah
0: that's how i feel about vegas like when i go to edc week i'm like don't ever invite me back to vegas again yeah 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 but we'll see um we do have a couple questions that i will kind of want to go through with you from our social media so let's see bam one one three one is asking, will the filth be brought forth in Seattle Thursday?
1: I always, I love these questions. It's like when people are always like, are you going to kill it tonight? Are you going to fucking smash it? Blah, blah, blah. You're like,
0: <laughs> like, nah.
1: Nobody's ever been like, I hope you do a good job. I hope you have fun. They're always like, fucking break my neck.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, But yeah, no, I, I planned a specifically horrible set for Seattle, so yeah. <laughs> You already bought the ticket. I don't know. it sell you.
0: Yeah. Bring earplugs. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's going to be terrible. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, always, always though. I always have the worst fun, you know, terrible shows altogether.
0: It's hell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) We look forward to seeing a a terrible set from you in Denver soon. Hopefully.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. I I love bad Denver sets. They're the best.
0: Yeah. There's no high standards
1: there or or anything. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i know it's not even the base capital so it's fine
1: no But just spoiled the
0: the thing there's... i do love about denver though is i feel like you can just play whatever the hell you want and it'll just go off
1: i imagine so i also imagine there's like some playa tech you know like some burning man house that i could play that would really really make everybody sad not that i ever would but just thinking about that statement i was like there's probably a few things that they wouldn't like
0: they would probably get pissed
1: oh yeah for sure
0: if you played burning man house
1: oh man like that's like that or 5 a.m uh yeah yeah for sure
0: just play some okay. country that might yeah. piss off some people that would piss me off
1: yeah that would <laughs> piss me off i think i would just turn it off and make everybody go yes home.
0: this is the take we needed <laughs> burn the country off
1: yeah fuck you mitch
0: <laughs> <laughs> Word. yeah mitch. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, we got another who? we got another question from Insta. This one's actually a really good question. Okay, um, Daunter is asking when management wants to take you under their wing. What are some red flags to look for?
1: Uh, contracts. Mm. Nobody signs a contract in this day and age.
0: Oh,
1: everything. I mean, me and all my friends that are you know with big management companies and you know high up managers, it's all verbal. You know, signing it, okay. yeah, signing a contract is in my opinion, the biggest red flag. Um, second red flag, um having input on your music is always good, constructive criticism, things like that. But changing your art for the benefit of like money or a trend is mm-hmm. if your manager asks you to, you know, change up everything that you love about your sound, that's a huge red flag. Yeah. Um and not getting you the stuff that they promised you know a manager you you should be at the point in your career where you actually need one Mm -hmm. you know what i mean a lot of people get one just because it sounds cool but they're not doing anything for you they they should be actively working as hard as you are to make your career better because that leads to more money for you and for them and opportunities and blah 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 so
0: yeah. What would you say is a common management percentage? If you're-
1: um, I think anywhere, I think fifteen to twenty is pretty standard. I think twenty is about like the gold standard.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but
1: there might be a little fluctuation. Anything more, uh, is fucked up. Yeah. Because it always comes off the gross. You know what I mean? So like yeah. for, for business, you know, say our fee is, whatever, just ballpark number. Like,
0: mm-hmm. I'll do
1: something astronomical. That's not real say it's like fifty thousand dollars that's
0: not you know what i mean
1: no (laughs) i mean only in denver
0: yeah um
1: (laughs) but so it's like fifty thousand and then your agent takes ten percent then your manager takes 20 well then they take that you know pre-expenses so it really adds up quick so 20 percent is probably the most comfortable you'd want to go
0: yeah and it's hard too for artists who are like small to mid-range who are just getting put on tours even because like I mean I've heard of some tours only paying like five six hundred a stop and then it's like oh there's flights and there's food and there's lodging like it just that's, comes out of everyone's pocket.
1: That's all I mean that's the road we all took like mm-hmm. I mean there was some some tours that were really bad some of that were fine but it really is just part of the growth process because you're you know unfortunately to like these promoters and stuff you're You're based on, you're a number on a spreadsheet. Yeah.
0: And 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 I was was telling someone else, like, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you.
1: Oh, I was just going to say, your ticket sales really help dictate those numbers. And it takes a long time to climb the ladder, especially now. Like, fuck, even five years ago when I started, it didn't feel as oversaturated, but not even in a bad way. There's a lot of really, really high-level talent from these kids, but it takes a long time. I mean, I was still two and a half three years into touring before i made it full time Mm -hmm. just to you know be able to pay my bills and stuff so it's a long road
0: yeah no yeah Yeah. it's it's an investment basically so yeah that's how you have to look at it
1: yeah it's like an intern it's like an internship but you're flying around and traveling the country and
0: and doing you 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 gotta spend
1: money oh 100 (laughs) percent you gotta make money spend money to make it so it's just part of the process we've all been there (laughs)
0: Yeah, I was going to say too, like, I feel like a lot of our friends who are artists are at the point where if they don't take the offer for $2,000, there's a line of 100 people who will, or it's like, you know, if you don't want to take the offer, that isn't quite what you're looking for, then a 1000 other people will take it. So it's kind of like you're up in between a rock and a hard place. Sometimes
1: there is and there's for a long time, you know, we did just say yes to everything because Mm -hmm. they're just trying to build a profile with these cities and these people and these promoters and, you know, it wasn't until almost like the last, I don't know, maybe year and a half, maybe post COVID where I was comfortable saying no to stuff, um, which actually felt good, you know, yeah it it felt taking it back a little bit. I was like, all right, I don't have to do that show and Mm -hmm. better for my mental health and all that stuff, but you got to grind all those, all those kids out there, man, you got to fucking grind it.
0: Yeah, I agree. What would, what would you say? Like, like, I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are on If artists who are you know they're starting to gain some traction do you what do you think about artists reaching out to management for potential management or do you think artist managers should reach out to them and like seek them out like should they Uh, seek out management or should they wait until someone picks them up you know
1: I think it doesn't hurt I think it's more beneficial to have an agent at first Mm. um, because the agent is the one that has more of the connections Yeah. Um, to these promoters and the agents are the ones that book the top tier racks and then they can throw you on the bottom bill, you know, the same shit we all do. Um, but I don't think it's bad to reach out either way. Just be sure that you're you're ready for it. You know what I mean? If you can still handle everything, you know, if you're in a place where you're just doing local or even regional, you know, bookings, you can handle that shit. Don't start giving your money away until you're starting to get overwhelmed.
0: And I feel like, yeah, the upcoming artists, sometimes it's like they need to be on all the emails anyways for awareness. It's like, you're not even at a point where you're big enough where you would need a manager. So why do that share?
1: Yeah, I got, I mean, I reached out at one point um, to a different agency. I had gotten accepted by them. And then a couple of days later, an email came in from my current agent. um, And that was a better fit for me. But don't be afraid to reach out if you feel like it was time. And at that point, for me, it felt like do or die. Like if I can't start doing this professionally now and make some money, you know, I was like 28 years old. I'm like, this either has to happen now or it's not going to happen. And, you know, I'm glad I stuck with it. But yeah.
0: Good for you. Did you like go to school or like did you always think about being a producer? Like, how how did this happen?
1: (laughs) Uh, just I was raised by the school of the streets man
0: <laughs> weren't we known? <laughs> oh, uh, we're yeah uh
1: no I went to college I wanted to be a graphic designer and work in like the snowboard industry because I was a really big snowboarder back then I want to like design boots and boards and all that stuff but then I kept falling asleep in every one of my uh design classes I was
0: no, like this way. probably isn't
1: gonna work for me um <laughs> I grew up playing the drums. My dad was a musician. So music was always there for me. I started taking live sound uh, engineering courses at my school, but they didn't have a full bachelor program. So I dropped out once I finished that program. And uh, yeah, just kind of went for it. I had severe tunnel vision uh, to help get me where I'm at. So that's, that's not always a bad thing to be selfish and do what you feel like you got to do.
0: I mean, yeah, I never even thought about like, I'm kind of on the same boat. I just... Remember going to school for business. I started in computer science at first and then transferred over to business because I just hated the computer science department. Like yeah. At the at the time they were not very supportive of women and like I was struggling a little bit. And it was just pretty much a lecture of 90 dudes and then like two girls, one of them including me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. it just it just didn't feel right. And then I met Chrissy. We went to Tomorrowland together. And then she wanted to start Dubstone FBI. And I was like, sure, let's just start this. And it was just more of just like, yeah, let's just go to shows with friends and let's just throw down some parties and like have some, like have our friends just bring the, you know, the decks, the tractors, like, the tractors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Play, yeah. And play some dubstep, you know, they still have the tractors, they you still know, do. And they still do. And they'll still come over here and there and like throw down some mixes. Like that's where it all started. And then now that's fun. Look where we are. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, yeah. What the so,
1: hell? <laughs> question for you guys now since yeah. you guys started this, you know, during the pandemic or whatever, how has your experience been, uh, in the last couple of years? Like is women like really rising up in the scene, like, has it been met with, uh, you know, acceptance? I mean, I'm I'm curious to get your mm-hmm. uh, side and yeah. story.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, just my take on it is that we stand out in a good way. I think that 99% of people have been really respectful. Um, I think us you know, putting our best foot forward and doing it really professionally has kind of paved the way for some other women who are now our friends. And it's cool because like we were just on another podcast last week with Emma Capotes, who's like a boss babe in EDM. And it just kind of feels like we all have found our people. Like it's a special thing to meet other girls who are doing the same thing in the industry now. So
1: totally, totally. for
0: me, I feel like we stood out in a really good way because we went about it so professionally and we were pretty well respected still. Nice. Yeah. I think it's just all it takes is just being confident in yourself and knowing what you offer and like the value that you could bring to the table and just having good intentions. Really. I mean, we're all out here aiming towards the same goal. Like we all have this passion for this music and just want to just basically do cool shit with our friends. You know, how can we make (laughs) it better,
1: funner, safer, all those things? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And ultimately, like we just want to help other artists like up and coming artists like listen to your story so that they can feel like they can achieve their goals and dreams and like feel that okay like Preston's a really cool guy like he's just like any other human like I can do that too you know and just be inspired by artists like yourself and then like I
1: love that because we didn't have I I had nothing even remotely close to this when I started (laughs) you know getting into this music so I think it's fucking rad what you guys are doing
0: (laughs) Thank, Thank you. You, you yeah. and you and
1: obviously a lot of other people, I'm, not just you guys. You guys are pretty cool, but there's a lot of cool
0: people out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah. And like yeah. to my one of the points like it was I had the idea for Dubs of FBI and I was really scared to start it because I was like, oh, they're going to be like, why is she doing that? Or they're going to judge me. And I, I needed Yessie there to be like, we're in this together, you know, because if she didn't if she wasn't there, I don't think I ever would have started it, to be honest. So
1: that's awesome. Nobody gets to where we are alone. Right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, you have to build your friends up and they'll build you up too. It's just, I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. I I can never do this alone. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what I would do without Chrissy either. Like
1: It's no fun to yeah. do things alone. It's mm-hmm. more fun to do them with friends.
0: Completely. I agree. I agree. 100%. And to share wins, like share big victories, right? Oh,
1: like, definitely. It's the best. Yeah. Like, yeah. if we get something big with my team, it's just like a huge I don't know sigh of relief and just collectively very excited it's just it's good to have that energy
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah like there's this one artist that we started managing uh he goes by anti-hero okay and i like that yeah he just had yeah, his first cool. label release ever like he just started nice. his project last year and he just had his first label release with subsidia the very night nice. that just dropped so like yeah i was just like to other people it may not seem like a big deal but for us we were like wow like we helped you land your first label release like this is amazing like congrats i know
1: <laughs> i know how that feels too like i remember the first couple big ones i got it was just like holy fucking shit this is fucking <laughs> yeah. crazy like yeah that's that's a, that's an awesome feeling
0: yeah, mm-hmm. it's so cool. And then, like, when it does really well and like people love the music, you're just like, we're doing the we're doing it right, you know?
1: Yeah, but yeah. then and then you you lose together also, which is an important part of the yeah. journey too. You know, you won't get this show, you won't get this release, or this that and the other thing can happen. When you get to do it with your team, it feels it. I don't know, it stings less because you mm-hmm. you know you collectively feel it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like less of the low low. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. Well, because yeah, you're not swimming in your own head, and like my manager, not not literally has talked to me off a ledge, but you know, figuratively of like, you know, just the things that come up and my questions, concerns, and he's just very, very level-headed and very good at explaining things and like kind of bring me back up. So it's nice to have that, you know, as part of your team as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: So be nice to this guy.
0: <laughs> we'll, we <laughs> we'll try. Will. We'll try. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Just kidding. No, yeah. One of my favorite quotes that I heard from one of my mentors when I was in college and just trying to figure out what the hell I want to do with my life. He, he told me like, I don't count failures. I count lessons. And that like has Ooh. stuck with me since then. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. It's a
1: really good, like, really good way to look at it.
0: Yeah. like Especially yes, if the word
1: failure is hard for, you know, for some people it's, it's a heavy word. So that's a, a better word, way yeah. to to frame it. I like that.
0: Yeah. So now I've like, shifted my mindset and here and there. Yeah. Like I'll still be like, Oh, I failed at this, but then I'm like, no, you know what? Yes. like change your mindset. This is a lesson. And now you'll know what to do next time. If something like this comes up and mm-hmm, you'll know how true. to handle it.
1: Definitely. And, I love that.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I also,
1: I forgot what the original question was. I don't know how far off topic we got.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. The management I, red flags.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that was We're a good segue topic. though. I think, okay. I'm just topic, making yeah. sure I couldn't remember what it was.
0: yes yeah well we have one more um, submitted question from Earthwalker and he's wondering what movies or shows have been influential to your music
1: man that's tough I mean I I honestly can't say that like movies or shows are very influential in my art like I'm a huge movie guy I'm a bigger show guy now I think um but i think more than anything just my peers and like the people that i look up to musically have influenced my sound or maybe just you know how we move through life but um i mean don't get me wrong i love listening to soundtracks and like hearing how they do stuff in movies but i can't pinpoint like oh i made this song based off of spider-man or you know what i mean that's not it's not really how my how my creative process works yeah i wish it did though that would be cool that would be
0: cool. Yeah. Endless yeah. amounts of movies and shows. Yeah. Chrissy over here doesn't watch movies.
1: Oh, shit. Called <laughs> Not out.
0: Not a movie person at all. What do you do?
1: What do you do? Just stare at the wall all day? I
0: <laughs> watch YouTube. <laughs> she just watches YouTube videos. Like, Oh, you're one of those oh, people. She has the of FBI YouTube linked to her TV. So anytime I go on the search for our Dubstep FBI YouTube channel, I see like, Italy in the summer or like Italy <laughs> tour vlog. <laughs> like
1: cats jumping into boxes or yeah, whatever it is. It's
0: like how I to rent a car, car in Italy. For-
1: <laughs> there are there are Italy two kinds Greece. of people. There's like people that can sit through a full show and people that have to live through YouTube.
0: That's me, yeah.
1: All right, fair enough. I'm guessing I'm guessing Jesse is a movie person because you have to have both to be symbiotic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am i'm a movie person but i also love trash reality tv oh okay Okay. Okay. yeah like literally catch me watching 90 day fiance or like okay i'm like ashamed to say this but the bachelorette like this last one was so cringe to watch (laughs) but like i hadn't watched the bachelorette in a while but i watched this last season and it was so cringe but i was so like hooked
1: (laughs) That's how all my friends get mm-hmm. sucked in you watch it ironically or you watch it with your partner and then all of a sudden you're like thinking about their problems when you're going to bed you're like yeah. i have to cut myself <laughs> off
0: or like love is blind that's another one that i watch a lot on netflix like oh god i'm hey, waiting on the kardashians for their new season <laughs> i can't say
1: <laughs> i don't really dive into that area but i can see why i can see why it's really good
0: yeah you see our side
1: <laughs> yes oh 100% <laughs>
0: Yeah, That's I can funny. talk about I can talk about TV shows all day and movies. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but our audience listening to this is probably like, can you shut up and like talk about music? Talk instead? about dubstep. Talk, <laughs> yeah, talk about, about killing dubstep. it. Uh-huh. Talk about killing breaking it. rails. <laughs> base capital. Oh yeah! So we're starting the lightning round, and I have the best question: Where oh, is the okay. real base capital?
1: Um, <laughs> Milwaukee. Milwaukee uh, Minneapolis um Vancouver um Denver is just it's very spoiled
0: mm.
1: but I don't know I don't know if, I don't know if I agree with the base capital thing I think there's some Milwaukee I think there's some com- competitive Minnesota? cities out there Yeah Minneapolis ben, is a huge ben, Vancouver huge Canada
0: right <laughs>
1: Yep yep
0: Okay I was like, not Vancouver, Washington, yep. right? That's, that's just no, no, no,
1: no, no. That's just <laughs> off the top of my. That's just off the top of my head. He put me on the spot, but I, those cities huh. are very, very good.
0: Wow, I like that answer. That's an answer yeah. that actually isn't pissing anyone off, really. It's Normally, probably pissing off like, Denver
1: because anytime well, you say they're not the base capital, like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we get mad when you say Montreal is the base capital, but if you say it's, Milwaukee, as we know, they're not, so.
1: Montreal, I would call the rhythm capital, you know, I don't there do very go. well there, but okay, they really like their heavy stuff for sure
0: mm-hmm. Well, actually, it's funny that you say that about the whole like Denver based capital thing because we pissed off a lot of people when we tweeted like last month we we just made a joke. literally it was just a joke of like, oh, you can't Denver. joke on
1: Twitter, you didn't get no. that you didn't get the PSA.
0: Apparently. I didn't get
1: the fine print on Twitter. Oh, you not. did the fine print, didn't you? Watch Mm-mm, the South Park I episode. Didn't.
0: My manager didn't send me the fine print. What the heck? <laughs> our manager. <laughs> our, our lawyer didn't send that fine print, yeah. okay.
1: Yes, yes. My, my lawyer that's on retainer at all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, no, yeah, we posted a tweet. It was something like, Denver is the base capital. France is the capital of the base capital of Europe or something, and then like Montreal. Would you say Montreal is the base capital of what? Canada. And then I said Tampa is the base legislature. Like clearly that part (laughs) is a joke. So I don't know why people took the whole thing so seriously. But then we started getting like people in the UK were coming for our throats on Twitter. Like they were trying to like, <laughs> yeah. These ignorant Americans don't know about Bristol and like literally calling us ignorant Americans and stuff. These
1: stupid white girls.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they were like linking our videos, like our TikToks. They were like, "Yeah, no wonder. I knew this was an American channel." And like, just that's when for you know
1: you've throats. made it is when, and you finally get shit on by people in the UK. You're, you're doing all right.
0: <laughs> yeah. But to my point, there are people in Denver even commenting, being like, I live in Denver. This is definitely not the base capital. And that's the part I was like, what?
1: (laughs) I mean, they're they're pretty well-rounded. You guys are pretty damn spoiled. I will say that.
0: Yeah. and I I just thought like, yeah, everyone took that. A lot of people took that tweet too seriously. Yeah, I've gotten in
1: trouble over the years for joking. On Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, we
0: thought about taking it down, too. And I was like, you know what? It's not like it's nothing serious. It's not like, you know, it, yeah. You A know? lot of
1: people can't read through the lines and see that <laughs> like the high the high level sarcasm things. They just love to just get mad for no mm-hmm. reason.
0: Yep. It's That's always true. fun. <laughs> yeah. learned my lesson on the base capital conversation. I think yeah. you
1: should double down on it.
0: Oh, okay. Don't tell me with a good time <laughs> let's, on Twitter. Let's,
1: let's stir the pot a little bit. I want to see this.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, you to. gotta join in on it too.
1: <laughs> I'll I'll dabble. I'll throw some gifts in there. I'm really my my, yeah. my gift game's really good.
0: Okay. We need that. All right, we'll see about that. <laughs> Do you produce on monitors or headphones?
1: Uh both. Hmm. I I really like uh, these ones I'm wearing now, these Jabras. Uh, they're like the Elite something. Um, but I really enjoy those. Um, when I'm home, I like to write on my monitors. But also if I'm sketching because I live with roommates, like if I'm dicking around, I'll wear headphones still, you know, just because
0: mm-hmm.
1: it can get really obnoxious.
0: Oh, I bet. For, yeah. for
1: anybody, you oh, know what I, I know. mean? So, yeah, I like to be respectful. And if I'm really not doing much, I'll throw my headphones in. But I'm not that picky. A lot of people want really... Fancy headphones and shit, but I'm of the thought that if you know how music sounds on whatever you're working with, like it's good to have acoustic treatment if you're in a, if you're listening on monitors, but headphones, I don't think it's that big of a deal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not, not going to spend $400 on a pair of headphones that, you know what I
0: mean? It's just kind of silly. The audio technicas.
1: Yeah, I, I just think it's a silly investment. Like if you listen to these all the time, which I do, I know how shit's supposed to sound on them. Mm
0: hmm cool yeah cool take yeah so are you on a mac or a pc
1: uh mac i just got an m1 um around thanksgiving last year and i've never had this powerful of a computer for producing i'm I'm not a pc guy and i wanted to travel with 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 my computer and so these new machines are fucking relentless Mm -hmm. it's awesome
0: yeah dude i just got the m2 for work and it's a freaking unit
1: I mean, when I got this, I opened up Ableton and I literally, I think I put like 60 serum instances on one channel just to see if it would max out. And Mm -hmm. like, I still couldn't get it to like fully shit like my last computer did (laughs) all the time. Like it was a struggle to get through projects on that thing. So I've really enjoyed it. Hell yeah.
0: That was a nice little upgrade for yourself, I imagine.
1: Definitely. Mm -hmm. And Best Buy has good Thanksgiving deals for anybody out there listening.
0: Ooh, good to know. Yeah, they they actually do. I got my GoPro like two years ago. I don't even know which one I have. They have so many mm-hmm. models. It must be like the I... eight or the ten. I don't know. But the newest one that they had out. <laughs> yeah, had no, it's
1: sweet. Deal. I saved like eight hundred bucks on this thing. It's rad.
0: Wow, that's a big yeah. deal.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I actually I do buy everything from Best Buy. I like their warranty programs too, and all that insurance. Yeah, it's nice. It's
1: nice. And it's Amazing. not the Apple. I, the Apple store is too fucking uppity for me. I hate going <laughs> in there. They are. <laughs> God, they drive me insane. Yeah.
0: If you're not dressed <laughs> in white, they won't talk to you.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they like float around like they're angels, like coming uh-huh. to save, save you yeah. from your sins. You're like, they're geniuses. Just fix, the fucking, fix the fucking screen on my phone. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not waiting six hours.
0: Yeah, like hard reset my phone, please. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. If you're not wearing Balenciaga, they won't talk to you.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what you just said but yeah I agree
0: (laughs) yeah agreed (laughs) agreed noted uh all right next one here who are your best friends
1: um like in the industry or just in general yeah
0: Yeah.
1: industry um I would say some of the crew that I listed like Jansen I consider a really good friend of mine um Boogie T um Boogie T's VJ Coos is
0: oh yeah he's does some sick stuff
1: yeah, he's probably the closest friend I have in this in this scene. And then you know, Dirt Monkey and the Ganja Boys, just the people I've spent the most time with. All, yeah, all... Who's,
0: who's Um, We went to Boogie T's Red Rock show last week, and mm-hmm. like, I always love his visuals. It's just a full experience. He does such it a is, great job. It
1: is. It's all custom. Yeah. It's very unique, and nobody makes me laugh harder. Like we spent, you know, we all spent those all those people minus Dirt Monkey spent three months on a bus with the Ganja Boys back in 2019 and like a bus tour will really solidify a relationship in either a good way or a bad way and we all came out just like the best of friends and it was me and Kuz spent a lot of time just watching Parks and Rec every day waiting for the show to happen and uh that's amazing (laughs) he's a good boy
0: that's so cool (laughs) yeah do you use FL or Ableton
1: um I like how you only narrowed it down to those two um but (laughs) but Ableton (laughs)
0: Or wait, GarageBand. <laughs> I gotta throw that one in there. GarageBand.
1: <laughs> you well, my ghost producer uses GarageBand. Oh, um, I just install Ableton to look mm-hmm. cool.
0: Yeah, so that you can get Insta stories, right?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I take yeah. the session he made in GarageBand, drop it in, be like, look what I just fucking did.
0: Yep. Yeah, like Perfect. should I drop this? And you're like <laughs> your phone, like taking a video. <laughs> might mess oh, yeah. around and release this <laughs> oh
1: god yeah yeah and it's all or- and it's already through like distro people yeah. are like should i release this like yeah, yeah it's been planned out for three months like come on you're not fooling anybody like,
0: which id do you like the most yeah <laughs> those are the <laughs> oldest tricks in the book
1: oh 100 <laughs> oh that's funny you guys learn quick you guys really must be fbi
0: Oh yeah. Probably a couple
1: years in. You guys know all, all the little secrets. Well, now. When,
0: well, I dated a producer for two and a half years. And oh, then God. now we're managing five artists. So oh wow. Yeah. I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But hey, we're living and we're we're thriving.
1: Make it till you make it, baby. <laughs> we're yeah.
0: we're li- we're living our best lives. That's what I like yeah, to say. Always. <laughs> always. Yeah, Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Ask me how I feel on Monday after five shows. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. we I don't even think we finished even telling you what shows we're going to, but yeah, Death oh Pact, god. Friday. And then yes. Saturday is Infect and Beast Boy and Ominous. Uh, who else is on that lineup? I just know those three on there. Infect, <clears throat> Ominous, Beast Boy. And then Sunday uh, we just got added to the guest list for Sudden Death. <laughs> so that'll be... Was, a- is that Red Rocks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, fun. And it's a sudden death set, I think, not a void set. So, awesome. Yeah, it'll be. I fun. love that
1: boy. I love that boy. I love what he's doing.
0: Yeah, he's a funny one. Yes. Um. All right. This is our famous question, and this is actually what got oh, us on. Oh shit! Your I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> After boogie T's episode, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. You
0: know. You know what's coming. <laughs> yeah. So fuck, marry, kill. Okay all of your best friends <laughs> boogie t ganja white knight dirt monkey uh,
1: i'm killing patrick right away right away <laughs> okay, w- without right? A thought, that- without elimination <laughs> yeah yeah no hesitation there um i probably i think i would marry erwan from ganja white knight not ben okay so i don't know if that's a package deal because it's two of them. I think it's I illegal mean, in this country, but maybe if we went to Belgium and do it where they're from, we polygamy. can make it work.
0: Oh, they're Belgian, it's fine.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I'd marry them and I would uh <laughs> I'd I'd fuck Brock.
0: Damn All right, it. Brock, bend it. <laughs> <laughs> bend down, Brock. <laughs> oh god.
1: They said it not me.
0: Bend her over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay that's fun
0: <laughs> <laughs> Some boogie, boogie tea uh, branded condoms <laughs> oh don't start design god that? It.
1: everyone's gonna fucking see this and he's gonna be like what the fuck everyone's pitching me ideas for fucking condoms though
0: <laughs> hey those would sell you can mark them up to like 20 bucks a piece yeah that's true I mean... but
1: I don't trust whatever they would make him out of down in that swamp so
0: yeah the swamp. i wouldn't either swamp land <laughs> yeah. that was that's too amazing. funny, man that's that amazing great. we always love asking that question it's always <laughs> hilarious to see
1: i forgot you guys reaction. did that until you said all right final question then i was like oh i remember this one
0: yeah i was getting it caught it. me
1: off guard because i wasn't planned out
0: yeah, yeah we can't come up with any better question than that interview over yeah okay <laughs> sounds good <laughs> We we do have a couple more though, and then we'll let you go. <laughs> Finally. Oh, okay. We'll I out. thought that Feesh. was like oh,
1: oh shit. So it's like hot ones where like the six is the hottest one and then it comes mm-hmm. back down again. Yeah, oh, that's smart. That's yeah, smart. we planned okay. it that way. I like it. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Next. All right. What's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you on stage?
1: On stage. Oh fuck. Um, 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 um oh man i really can't think there's been a couple times where i've been very very close to falling off the front um because like every once every once in a while i like to get down for like a song and go to the rail and fucking party with the people up there um god i honestly can't i cannot remember anything that was super embarrassing i didn't get on i didn't get onto the dj table until last year at base canyon for the first time because brock did because i was always terrified it's gonna fall off in front of thousands of people and break my ankle and fucking die, but off the top <laughs> of my head, I think I've been pretty okay at not embarrassing myself. Somebody else might be able to add to that, mm-hmm. but I just keep it that way. Yeah, I think I'm always perfect all the time.
0: Perfect. Yeah, you're yeah. perfect. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. So are you? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take all right. that. <laughs> we're We're all perfect here. Flipping the oh yeah, over. I
1: was talking to Yessie, yeah. but yeah, yeah, you can be perfect oh. too. <laughs>
0: all right i'm out i'm gonna leave now
1: (laughs) perfect perfect
0: (laughs) perfect all right okay final one this has been a good conversation and we got the full hour here damn it's been fun it has been fun (laughs) what is your pre-show routine
1: oh this is actually a good one because i've i've had people laugh at me for this um so Start at see. I guess like an hour before. I try to show up an hour before, maybe two hours if like I'm with, if I'm traveling with support. Like for this tour, you know, me and Carl and my tour manager are driving a lot, so we'll go in with Carl. I'll get a snack. I have like you know just your typical green room snacks and have a couple beers. But starting at an hour, I always bring a Bluetooth speaker because I was really tired of hearing the subs just behind mm-hmm. the stage like rattle the wall or. Oh my or if God. it's a, if it's a big, if it's like a really big venue, like the green rooms are always far away. And so there's, it's, there's no noise. So starting in an hour, I'll put, a, I'll put punk rock on and, um, just kind of vibe out for a little bit. And then at 30 minutes I'll start stretching and I put metal on. Oh, wow. I have like stretching quite to a, metal
0: sounds relaxing.
1: I'm not trying to be relaxed. I'm trying to be stretched out and like I go duck. fucking rage on stage. Um, so, yeah, I have now in my 30s, I have a pretty uh, intense stretching routine. And I just feel a lot better afterwards. But I've had people like whether it's festivals or some like big show, you know, where there's a lot of people are on the walking. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I'm going to feel a lot better than you are. That's what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. Prepare. Like,
1: oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Like I love I'm it. about to
0: go fucking kill it. That's what I'm going to go do.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go fucking break their necks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we love that. Yes, <laughs> you you'll break their necks, and then your neck will be all stretched out and nice. Exactly,
1: exactly. Because there were a few times where I've gotten up and be like, "Oh God, oh God, oh, how yeah. am I gonna make it to the airport?"
0: Ugh. Yeah, I bet.
1: It's mostly my legs. I'm I'm a bouncer, so like my calves will be like completely locked up, and I'd be like straight legging it through TSA because I can't bend them, and it just looks sketchy.
0: Yeah, they're like, <laughs> "Sir, what are you hiding?" <laughs>
1: I look sketchy enough without that. So yeah. I don't need that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you funny. need like a massage therapist to like follow you around. To, yeah, to yeah, yeah. Once,
1: once I start making that A tier money, you know, maybe that'll be my first investment.
0: Mm-hmm. That 50 grand <laughs> right? Yes, exactly. Just, Just put that on the writer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a masseuse yep. on the writer. Yep, <laughs>
1: yep at, the, at the tiny club in Tulsa. I'm sure that'll go over well.
0: Right. Yeah. It'll be the promoter, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god.
1: I don't want that dude touching me.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I don't want him touching me either.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love him, but I'm good. Oh, no, it, it's just the openers. The openers are Like You get two drink tickets, 100 bucks, and you have to rub the headliner's legs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. They're like, I'll do it. I'll do imagine. it.
1: <laughs> dude, just, imagine that-
0: you get an offer letter, and it says that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, you probably could in like the 80s before Twitter yeah. existed, but now, I mean, it's horrible to even joke about, but it's still funny. So, yeah, you know, what are you going to do?
0: creepy in today's day and age. But...
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. But as a thought, it's funny.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, as jo- a thought. We joke. Funny. We joke on yes. this podcast.
1: Yes. Yeah. Like Good. we said
0: earlier, we were cracking a lot of jokes on Twitter and clearly. Um, How'd that work out yeah. for you? Yeah. <laughs> Great. I mean, we're still here, so we didn't get completely canceled out but maybe UK canceled out canceled, yeah canceled we're canceled out, so. we're only canceled in the UK but it's fine because they're not even they, part of Europe anyways
1: they canceled yeah. our our style of music a long time ago yeah
0: yeah it's okay everything's fine yeah so what we're good. gonna on do that, on that note thank <laughs> you for being our guest that's our last question do you have any <laughs> final words
1: um nope
0: nope just you're going to go drink your wine and peace out.
1: Yep. I got to go pack. I got to go early flight in the morning. (laughs) Thank you guys (laughs) for having me on. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for being our guest.
1: You're welcome. Uh, Hopefully I'll see you guys in person soon again.
0: I'm out to Denver.
1: Mm -hmm. All right. I'll be there (laughs) soon enough. You'll see.
0: Hell yeah. Can't wait. Big announcement coming soon.